What's been dubbed a social media summit has been taking place this morning at the Department of Education between the Minister Norma Foley and the country's top social media companies and mobile phone providers. Better controls to protect children from harm online was a key theme of today's meeting, as well as age verification and the industry's attitude to the Minister's smartphone policy for primary school children. To tell us more, we're joined by Minister Norma Foley. A very good afternoon to you, Minister, and welcome to the, the News at One. Good afternoon, Brian. So what did you have to say to the social media companies and the, the phone providers? First of all, in relation to this smartphone policy, which people will, require, will remember from some months ago, where you were urging schools um, not, not to allow children have, have smartphones, primary school children have smartphones, smartphones in school. Um, that's correct, uh, Brian. But just at the outset, I'm, I'm very conscious that, you know, today is the funeral of, of Matthew Healy. And I would, again, like to take the opportunity to, you know, convey... Um, very sincere sympathy to to the family, of course, to uh, the community in Waterford and, of course, of Cork and, in, of course, um, our school community, whom I know are absolutely devastated at the loss of a much loved and much treasured little boy. And our psychology teams are, are working with the school and the staff and the school are doing just such tremendous work. But our, our hearts are very much so with, with everybody um, to, today. Um, but just specifically in relation to the social media summit, um, you're correct. I, I met with a variety of, of providers here, whether it was Meta, Google, Microsoft, TikTok, and of course, telecommunication providers as well, 3Ireland, Vodafone, Tesco uh, and IBEC. And basically, um, I raised with them, as you've said, um, areas around age verification and also the, the smartphone uh, issue. I, I did invite them um, in principle, uh, the telecommunication providers, the phone providers to support in principle the position we have taken to um, support parents to hold off, if you like, from purchasing smartphones for children at primary school. And um, we all know that, um, you know, latest mm-hmm. reports are telling us that children as, as young as six years of age are accessing um, smartphones. I would have to say the discussion that we had was um, constructive uh, and very robust. But in relation to uh, supporting in principle um, the, the position we've taken in relation to the smartphones, um, that was not forthcoming at this point. Right. And specifically in, in relation to age verification, Again, um, you know, I, I know we're told that, you know, um, social media platforms would have a policy um, that it would be 13 years of age. But we also know, I, I know myself from visiting schools, from personal engagement, meeting with parents and staff, that there are children much, much younger than 13 mm-hmm. um, accessing social media platforms. And again, I, I raised that um, with the providers and I asked them that they would, you know, very clearly that they would introduce an age verification system. Um, we we know... How, just I wonder, how... how how effective can something like that be? Um, I mean, is, is it not really up to parents to, to monitor their children's phone use and to make use of the, the blocks that are on the phones to ensure they don't get access to inappropriate material? Well, certainly that is part of it. But I, I think there's a wider responsibility here. You know, if we are being told um, by the different platforms that um, they're not available to children under 13, well, then they should have very robust um, mechanisms in place to ensure that that's the case. Mm-hmm. And we know that there are many young people younger than 13 who are accessing and they're under 13. So I, I'm not prescriptive as regards the mechanism that they might introduce, whether it's uploading documents like 
passports or, you know, live selfies or whatever. That, that's not the issue. I'm very happy for them to come up with a particular type of mechanism. But we must ensure that young people uh, younger than 13 mm-hmm. are not accessing content that we know is harmful to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know there are instances of cyber bullying. Um, you know, there are so mm-hmm. many ramifications for young people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if we can't fulfil age verification, then I do believe that the young people are being failed. Minister, if I might raise another issue with you while, while you join us, and it's, uh, it's been raised today, in fact, by Labour Party's education spokesman, Aon O'Reardon. He's strongly criticising, as others have, you for removing complex needs from the assessment criteria for special needs education for providing resources to schools. Now, it's, it's a very, it's a technical change. It's been introduced and in taken effect in the last number of weeks, and it's raised a lot of concern among, uh, uh, on the political front and also among p- people concerned with uh, the education and welfare of children who have uh, complex educational uh, needs. Um, do you accept that there are concerns around this, that schools are concerned that they're going to lose some of their special uh, educational teaching hours? as a result of this? Well, look, in the first instance, I, I, I know as Minister and I know all of us really want to ensure that children with additional needs will get the absolute maximum of supports. So the model that was in place was in place since 2017. But schools and um, management bodies and and unions indeed pointed up that there were many strengths in it, but there were also many shortcomings. So there was a review done and it was done and there was consultation again with Mm -hmm. the unions, with the management bodies and indeed um, with schools on the ground. And so what has been introduced is meeting, I suppose, the criticisms of the previous system. So the first point was that there wasn't significant enough weighting being given to the population or the school profile mm-hmm. uh, that has now been weighted specifically in relation to uh, complex needs. It's very much so part of the model. And mm-hmm. um, heretofore, we relied on information that was coming from the HSE in relation to children with complex needs. And I want to be clear: look, the information that we got from one HSE area could be very complete; it could be less so in another area, and lesser again in another area. So it wasn't. Um, it, it wasn't uniform. We were not getting the fullest of information. So that has been replaced with school-based data, Mm -hmm. which will be similar across all schools. And where a child has a significant complex need, they can still undertake the the test if they wish. But if they Mm -hmm. wish not to, they will get the maximum weighting. But but the result of this... Sorry, if I could just finish, Brian, because it's very important. It is not accurate to say children with complex needs are are not being accommodated here. They very much so are, because the whole motivation is to ensure that children with needs are getting the maximum yeah. of but support. But what you've acknowledged is that a third of schools will lose teaching hours. Well, what I've acknowledged is um, a third of schools, 67% mm. of schools will receive either the same hours yeah. or indeed will improve the hours. Yeah. 23% of schools um, will lose some hours, either five hours or less. And in fact, somewhere between 70 and 90%, it will be less again than the five hours. So that's sorry, because... But it, sorry, the total number, the total percentage of schools that will lose hours is, is about a third. But 23%. Sorry, well, the figures we have say 33%. I mean, I don't want to get into a, uh, arguing about, about figures, but about a third of schools will lose at least some hours. No, 67% of schools will um, receive um, either the same or, yeah. or, or increased and 23% will reduce either by five hours or indeed less than that. Okay. And that's to ensure, again, that the distribution is fair um, across... Sorry, um, 20, 23, and, sorry 23 and 67 is 90 Sorry, 33%. Yeah. A third. Well, that's what I said. Yeah. A third of schools yeah. will lose ours. 
And that is to ensure that there's an equal distribution right across where the students that have the most complex need, that they will get the maximum support. And equally, I'd have to say to you, there is a review in place. So if schools feel that they are not getting um, the allocation that they should get, they're entitled to ask for a review for that. And secondly, I want to say that the National Council for Special Education trialled this um, new model in all of the schools um, that they had visited and they found at least 92% accuracy here. But I accept no model will be 100% perfect. So we ask people to engage with the review. But this is centred on the maximum of supports for children with additional needs. Very good. Minister of Education, Norma Foley, thanks for talking to us on the programme.